helping and teaching others to live their best life, to get up from the couch, has something I've been really passionate about and using my podcast as a platform to do that. This process has been liberating and healing for me and learning so many things about myself along the way. So thank you to you if you're listening, as you take a walk, as you're cleaning your house, as you're picking up the kids from school, or even if you're just on your way to work. It means so much to me. Thank you for that. How many of us have mastered the art of having bad habits that completely waste our time and end up leaving us not having achieved what we wanted to? So how do we get a hold of our time? How do we effectively get it back? Well, according to Charles Richards, don't be fooled by the calendar. There are only as many days in the year as you make use of. One man gets only weeks value out of a year, while another gets a full year's value out of a week. One way or another, living in the Western world, we have become slaves to the clock. We can be having an absolutely wonderful lunch or even just simply enjoying time out at the beach. And the next thing you look at your phone mm, and your mood changes. We have a lot of things that waste our time and it's time that we address them. We need to be in charge of this called, this thing called time <laughs> that has made us into slaves of it. And, you know, I've been looking through the internet, I've been reading a lot of, you know, books and, and blogs and stuff like that. And I think these are the ones I personally feel are habits that we need to drop and replace them with other things that will actually benefit us. So the first one being, I came up with four, and these I think, well, sorry, not four, five. And these I feel like are the best. Number one being the biggest, doubting yourself. This is to me a big disservice to, you know, disservice of a habit to yourself. And when you think or feel negatively about yourself, your body feels it and stores it. And basically, you're teaching yourself that you don't trust yourself. Being uncertain about yourself can have you stand in your own way. And, and sell yourself really short. And keep you stuck in a revolving circle. As Les Brown says, if you want to grow and develop yourself, embrace failure. If you want to become the best at what you do, you have got to be willing to fail again and again. And then finally, one day, you can fail your way to greatness. So I find myself that, you know, whenever you're doubting yourself or question who you are in that moment, get up and move. You never know what might happen. And I think also in my previous podcast on Wednesday, on Tuesday, I believe, I actually talked about it. So if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen. Number two, being a social media mogul. How many of us 
spend a lot of time on social media, like a lot. Like you find yourself, you know, you might actually be planning to do something and then you find yourself just scrolling through Instagram and, you know, you probably would have been like, oh, I just thought of that person. And then the next thing you go from checking Instagram for five minutes and now you're, you're sitting in there knee deep an hour into it. And the thought process that went into building these apps, Facebook being the first of them, was all about how do we consume as much of your time and conscious attention as possible. And that means we need to give you a little dopamine, a little bit of a dopamine hit every once in a while, says Cal Newport. If you think about it, we're busy scrolling through social media doing mindless scrolling and yet Mark Zuckerberg keeps making his money you know from your unconscious scrolling so just think about that next time on average um, according to research on average millennials and I think this is my age group up until maybe 94 I think I'm not sure what years they finish but on average millennials spend two and a half hours a day on the phone or on social media, which is equivalent to 17 and a half hours on social medias on an average week. And this has actually been going up year after year. Social media plays a pivotal role in our lives, whether it's scrolling through our favorite apps or it's catching up with a friend or friends on WhatsApp. It's definitely got its benefits. However, if you find yourself constantly refreshing your social media to stay up to date with what's happening in other people's lives, you may need to just check what's going on with yourself. Social media addiction is a habit you may need to divorce and find alternatives to take up your time. Ways to, you know, there are different ways that you can actually improve your social media usage, such as setting usage limits or what we call boundaries. Pick a time on when you can spend you know, your time on social media, whether you're sitting in a bus going to work, that could be your social media time or, you know, on your way back home or during lunch. But like avoid a situation where you end up scrolling mindlessly for no reason. And then when you're out with your friends, come on, guys, put your phone away. Don't be a jerk. You know, give the people around you your time Give them your full attention. It's just not nice to just, you know, completely ignore people when you're around each other. Number three. Big one. Big tune. Not a big tune, but a big <laughs> Anyways, you get my point. A big one. Procrastination or not creating a to-do list. As some as, oh, I don't know who said this, but a day can really slip by when you're deliberately avoiding what you're supposed to do. I'm sure we have all been guilty of putting off things we needed to do for later on or another day. Procrastination really is the thief of time and can really get in the way of us achieving our goals. And to get a hold of it and drop the habit, we need to create manageable pieces of the puzzle. Like James Clear wrote in his book, Atomic Habits, make them into habit stacking. 
where you start off by building routines around habits that don't require effort. Small wins build momentum because they're easy to remember and complete. Number two, decide to start. Number three, set alarms and reminders. When we are avoiding tasks, it's easy to forget to do it. When you set a specific time to do it, it's more likely to get done. Number four, build built in account build in accountability. Sorry. Tell at least one person about your plan. Write it down and check it off your list as you do it. And number five, reward yourself. Whenever you complete something that you've been struggling with or something, or even just something that you're not struggling with, but just the fact that you've completed that task, reward yourself. You deserve it. And then going on to moving on to focusing on the negative. That's number four. So have you ever caught yourself remembering a painful or negative thought and then finding yourself that you're not willing to let it go because it's just going round and round and round in your head? Or have you ever found yourself in a situation where you're surrounded by negative Nancys that continue the undefeated narrative? We don't purposely look for this emotion as I believe we are wired to want to be the best versions of ourselves. I don't really think anybody wants to be the worst version of themselves, right? So back then, so back then when uh, those emotions used to creep up, people would go outside, you know, look for food, go hunting, um, get some sun. And now our fears are primarily psychological. And this is a new glitch that has kind of gotten us stuck in our ways or stuck in a situation where we end up, you know, kind of being depressed about our situations. The thing is, don't remain a victim. But what you can do is name the emotion. That way you can make sense of what's going on and rationalize it and feel like you have some control over it. Identify the thought. Emotions come with a running commentary in our heads. So you need to be able to identify this. And then once that's done, play opposites. When your commentary is running in your head, it's trying to run, it's trying to throw, throw, uh, throw us off. And what you need to do is do the opposite. So instead of you saying, I hate my job, you can say, I love my job. My job has potential for growth. And there's always something waiting for me. That way, you are not, you know, you're not putting yourself in a situation where you end up getting stuck in that emotion and you're able to help your body, you know, get out of that emotion. And then number five, not investing in yourself. I think... That is completely, completely unfair to your future self. I know, yes, life gets crazy and sometimes investing in yourself will probably not be a top priority because we end up, you know, taking care of family, work gets in the way. So it kind of becomes easy to skip that scheduled workout. It becomes easy to 
put off reading that business book that you're supposed to have read a few weeks ago. But the thing is, this is like juggling short term. And it always, it kind of always ends up backfiring in your face. And it then begins to show later on. So you need to actually take the time to take care of yourself because it helps to build your knowledge. It helps reduce your stress and puts you in a position to propel you forward, to propel you forward um, in whatever position you, you want to be in. But for these things to happen, you need to invest in yourself in different ways by, number one, showing up. You need to show up. Nothing can stop you when you're willing to do whatever you can to win. And when you don't show up, what happens? You're left wondering, what if? You're left with unanswered questions. Number two, keep creating. The people who operate most efficiently and most effectively are the ones with the greatest consistency. And they always win. It's that simple. So keep creating, keep producing the best, uh, keep producing the best work you can. It may not necessarily be the best to others, but it is way better than doing nothing. The next one, life education every single day. Make it a habit to learn something new every day. Read a book, learn a new skill online. I mean, guys, there's so many resources online. There's so many resources that are free online that you can benefit from. So don't lose out on that. Um, follow successful people and pick up on their habits that could help you break the current ones, the current bad ones that you might have or the ones that are not benefiting you. Above all else, be patient and gracious with yourself as you make these changes, but neither get stuck in those habits that you never see progress in your life. So that's pretty much it. If there's anything that resonated with you, let me know by going on to my podcast, um, Instagram, Lifestyle with Marcia, shoot me up a DM, or you can even find me on Twitter, Manuia Writes. I actually should uh, get those two names the same. So I'll be thinking of something and we'll go from there. Other than that, make sure you hit me up, follow me. If you listened, tag me and just let me know what you learned. Any conversation that you want to have um, or any topics you want to know about, also hit me in the DMs and I'll do my best to shift um, you know, any topics that I might have already lined up. Very soon, I'm hoping that I'll be able to get a guest on, you know, even just for a short time and we speak and we have an interview or something. So if you also have an idea for those, let me know. But I already have someone in mind as well. But I want to hear what you guys think. So until Tuesday, have a fantastic weekend. Be gracious, be kind, stay safe in these streets. And have a great weekend. Until then, bye.
Conversation with your heart. I'm trying to be and I'm begging for your heart. So let me have a conversation with your heart. 